You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to Legends Live. I am True Withers. Uh, I don't know if y'all can see, I've got the Legends button on here. So I'm official legend. I am sanctioned to be hosting this. This is Legends Live, presented by the National Basketball Retired Players Association, the home of all the NBA and WNBA legends. I'd like to remind everybody watching now, anybody viewing this can submit your questions during the show. We will get to those at the end of the show. We have a very special guest today. We have NBA champion, former Dallas Maverick, Sean Marion is here with us. Yo, yo, Sean. what's up, baby? How you feeling, man? Man, I can't complain, man. Just uh, chilling uh -oh. at the career, man, enjoying life. I was going to say, I think we're all chilling at the career. Yeah. I think uh, we're all just chilling. No, no. <laughs> no the streets, kid. Believe that. I, I was gonna say, where, are you, where are you at right now? I'm in Dallas right now. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm in Atlanta and people are very much in the street. Oh, Atlanta's wide open though. It's no I don't think more. Yeah. To be fair, we never really closed down. Like nobody ever really listened to anything. So we never really shut down. Yeah. So what what's Dallas looking like? What's quarantine looking like for you? Well, so you know, I, I don't live inside Dallas. I live 35 minutes from downtown. So um but I'm isolated away from everybody. So it's easy for me right. just to, just to be here at home. I, I got everything I need here. Um right. but uh I mean, my Dallas, most of the restaurants here are still 50% open capacity. Mm -hmm. A lot of the bars are closed, uh, but some of them are or are not. And or some of them are breaking the rules and doing what they're not supposed to be doing. You know how it works. Mm -hmm. So they're they going to do it until they get caught or until somebody's right. to them. Other than that, it is what it is. You know how it works. Yeah. I got to say, what is it about athletes that played in Dallas staying in? Like, it seems like Dallas just kind of treats their – they're people like I know. Uh, talked to Nancy Lieberman last week. I know she's still in Dallas. I know yeah. they tr they still treat Dirk well. They still treat Troy uh, Aikman, Emmett Smith, everybody. What is it with Dallas? Everybody stays in Dallas. Well, shit, you a champion. You gonna stay here? I love you. I love you. This is this is see you. You you know saying what you you know saying you brought them peace and you brought them some ex some 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 rarity and some enjoyment, excitement, all the above, man. Right. Dallas is a special city, but you know. Dallas is also centrally located in, in the states here. You know, mm. from a traveling perspective, if you travel a lot, flights almost you can go pretty much anywhere throughout the U.S. in a two on a two hour flight, two two and a half hour flight. You know, say longest. So that's great. You go east, east, you go west coast or east coast or north right. with two two and a half hours. So it, right. it don't get better than that. You're centrally located. There's easy access. But um, but I mean, I, you, you uh, it's a special city. Man. I love Dallas, man. Uh, you know. Um, it's uh, besides me, you know, say being a part of the organization, a special, special time here is uh, it's pretty dope. So you you like to what I heard is basically you like to walk into the grocery store and people start clapping for the champion. You kind of pretend like they don't see you. You kind of play it off a little bit. Well, you know, it, it ain't it ain't like that anymore. That serious, but like I do get somebody saying thank you all the time. Every time I step out and I see a, a Dallas Maverick, they say thank you all the time. You know, and, right. 
very appreciative. Every, I mean, no, no joke. Every time they don't say all that, but I mean, literally, every time I go in the grocery store, somebody who knows who I am say thank you. You know, right. say, I'm a true Dallas Mac fan, or they say hi. They're like, hey, sure. <laughs> either one. Yeah, so it's all in the same boat. Then let me say, I was on your Instagram, and I got it. That's why I asked where you were located. Was that your court you were at? This got a Chicago Cubs. Yeah, on the middle of the basketball court. Yeah, that's my house. Okay, so so you big Cubs fan? I, I take it that wasn't at the house where you oh, got. I'm a darn Cubs fan, man. You know, I love the Cubs, man. You know, and, uh, yeah, that's what it is. That's what we have. So you've been watching like the Cubs. I know they're doing. I think they're still in first place. If I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, we won. We won. We split yesterday on double hell with the Cardinals. Yeah, so that's one of one. Yeah, we first place. Now I gotta say, what do you think of what do you make of like the unwritten rules talking baseball? Like, have you seen this Fernando Tatis uh, kid for the Padres? He hit the home run when he was up 3-0. People are talking about unwritten rules. Like, what do you just as a baseball fan, as a sports fan, what do you make of it? Man, you know, it's things that go on um, in, the, in, the, in the family and in, the, in that organization of baseball. Like, so we we have an NBA family, they have a baseball family. So right. it's all so once you in that family, you're in that family for life, and you're part of that that culture and that atmosphere. So there's things that you, you're not supposed to do. You know, right. there's certain rule of thumbs that we don't do. Not, you never like in basketball. So it's no different than basketball. So say, for instance, you blow on the team out. And mm. it's like 35, 30, 20 seconds, 35 seconds left to go in the game and stuff. You don't go out there and, and even though they – because everybody pretty much knows what the game is over. You don't right. go and try to score typically. You know what I'm saying? Right. And try to, try to, try you know, to show them up or anything. Try to show them up. So it's the same thing in baseball. That's what we are talking about, the same instance. You know, it's kind of like a show-up thing or or come a courtesy. Like, you know, he, he's it's over with. He's not really trying to – he's just trying to get the game over because you know you can't win or, or something like that. Yeah. Right? So let them have it. Let them have his, let, let him have his uh, shining, shining light, man. You know, let them have his two, two, uh, two seconds of fame real quick. So what are, what are some of the other unwritten rules of, of basketball as I think about it? I feel like – like you don't push a guy when he's in the air. That feels like that feels pretty standard. Like you don't. Yeah. Guy, he has his landing space. But what are some of the what are some of the ones I'm missing? What's some unwritten rules? Ah, uh, what's an unwritten rule? Um, you know, kind of, kind of, it's kind of somewhat don't. Uh, you so say for instance, you was a, give a, give a hard foul on an opposing team. Mm. You know, these days you gotta show sportsmanship. You can't kind of just let leave now. You you don't want to basically. Make, I mean, even even though it's a hard foul. Right. You don't want to make it seem like you're trying to hurt him. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing personal. Nothing personal. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But we don't let you know we're here. You know what I'm right. saying? So, little things like that. There's certain things that go up in the game. Of course, the game you gotta, you gotta let your, you gotta let your presence be felt out there. But you don't, you don't want to take it. You don't want to take it from here to here. You know, so right. that's why a lot of things get out of hand. Are there any, I guess, trigger words? Any words that are kind of off limits like you know there's trash talk there's guys getting into it but is there anything that's like okay now nah, that's out of that's out of bounds you know t uh you know it's, it's certain things you probably could say to certain people to tick them off but i mean right. look when you when you compete man you know, tell them what somebody gonna say now i've seen a couple people cross the boundaries and they talk about people outside of, of basketball you're not talking to me directly you're you're, you're right. Somebody in my life, you know, my my significant other or or a girl. Yeah, like that seemed that seemed kind of out of bounds. That's when you take when you start taking jabs at somebody, not me personally, at, at somebody that's not you know what I'm saying playing and don't know you like that. Right. That's the problem. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? But it's very very rare that happens. I mean, people cost me better. You know what I'm saying? Let me say, is it like from a guy on your team, 
Is there a certain number of shots acceptable before he puts up the heat check and everybody? Like, if he hits one shot in a row, you can't heat check. But what is it? Yeah. Two? Is it three? Like, how many? Two. Okay, so two in a row. In two in a row in the same spot. Oh, third one's heat check. Sure. Third, okay, so that's third. That, that feels like an unwritten rule. You got to shoot it two times, hit it twice from the same well, spot. So, like, it's not you have to. If it comes to you, you hit two in a row from this spot. Like, okay, now he may have something. I'm, I'm going to go back and play a third time because if he's really gone, he's going. He's right. going to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you believe in in the zone? There are a lot of like a sports psychologists to say like in the zone doesn't exist, like momentum things like that. What does that like? What an athlete think of it? Man, uh, put it this way, in the zone, not in the zone. You know that basket gets bigger for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you guys can tell when it's, it's going to be one of those nights. Like he can't miss. You know, it's going to like he he in the rhythm. Like everything he shoot up, shoot, he shoots. He feels like it's going to go in. Right. I mean, I feel like that every night you play. You know what I'm saying? So, but <laughs> right. For certain nights, it's, it's, it's better than others, and that's what happens. And that's how that's how it pans out. Though some nights you just get you can get it going. You get a right. you get that, you get a couple of layups. You can hit one jumper. You you are like, feeling good. Okay, okay. Now you know, you know, or it's best. It sounds like for the league. Most of the time, you see guys who have thirteen or 15, 15 point quarters or something like that. Mm-hmm. Point oh, they got it going. You're going you're gonna to see if they still keep it going. You're going to see how far can it go. So guys getting a hot, keeping it a hot hand. You've been watching the keeping up with the NBA playoffs inside the bubble? Oh, I'm watching the game right now. <laughs> Look, I was just saying, yeah, who's uh, is it Rockets Thunder? Okay, okay see, Houston playing right now. It's a tie game, 61-61. <laughs> okay, so who, who's winning that series? Not even this game. Who you got in that series? You know, man, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I think Houston – I, I they when they beat OKC that first game, I was not expecting that. You know, so yeah. nobody was. You know, so right. OKC is a pretty good team. Not, uh, yeah. and Chris Paul's been able to do some great things for that team. Got them locked in, and Billy Donovan's done a great job over there. And uh, I commend them. You know, saying mm-hmm. so. I mean, all personally, he, he should be a candidate for Coach of the Year by far. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, I think Houston should win this series. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But you know, this is one that you can you can see here. It can go game seven real quick because Russell's not playing right now. And yeah. you know, Houston, way go out there. I mean, if all, I mean, if OKC go out there playing the way he should play, though, know, this could be a it could be a seven game series. So you think it goes seven like with or without Russ? Because as far as I know, Russ is still undetermined. It can't. It can't. It, it can't easily. Hmm. But you'll see what Houston. If Houston James Harden stay hot like he was. I mean. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it, it, they, ain't, they, they ain't got no answer for it. Nah. I, speaking of the guy they don't have answers for, I got it. Since you in Dallas, they got to love Luca. Like, I was talking about the love for retired athletes. They got to love, like, Luca got to be the president down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you know, um, Luca is a, it's a new, basically, he's the new face of the Dallas Mavericks right now. And, mm. you know, like, yeah, we, we're, everybody's on board. We're trying to we're gonna support this young guy, this young stud, this young stallion. This guy's out there. He's a killer, you know. And we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna. I mean, hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna see how everything pans out this season and, and see how far we can go or not go, or whatever. But you know, we're gonna, they're gonna keep trying to put pieces around him to try to build to build up the build a winner. What do you see in him that's different? Like we've seen, you know, guys come in the league and take off, but this guy's played what 100, 120 like career games, and he is already like elite, elite level. Like what's what's well, different about him? Well, you know, he. He has a he has a cockiness and arrogance about him that is uh, very yeah. his age. And 
you don't see them uh, players and to see how, how much he don't he's not he's not over overly outspoken with it or emotional right. with it, but you can see his demeanor his demeanor is so serious and so like also, he, he he doing stuff like I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah, like, I, he always feels like he belongs. He's like, I, yeah, I'm where I su- I'm, I'm supposed, supposed to be doing this. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm supposed like, to be giving Kawhi Leonard 30 points. Like, this is what I do. Y'all, y'all been missing out. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm showing y'all what I, I know I'm, I'm capable of doing this. I just, I'm just like, y'all just not seen it for the first time. I've been doing this. Like, I'm here. Like, that's respect. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got to, you know, I, I didn't know at first. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I was like, you know, coming from overseas ain't the same as the NBA. But, right. you know, what's what's crazy about the times and stuff? Hold on. Are you wet? Sean. Okay. You know, my son. My son <laughs> you, can't, you can't be running in the house wet, man. I was going to say, listen, sound like you almost had an emergency. No, but, uh, but look, are you, are you getting in the pool? I think he's gonna get. He's gonna get. Are you getting in the pool? Okay. Okay. He was dry, Sean. Six he wasn't wet. He was dry. Six-year-old man. But no, I say when you when you look at the evolution of the game, how has it changed? So look, look at look at when we won a championship in 2011. I was looking at the of the game. So then you had bigs that was pretty pretty good still. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't sh- totally shifted to a guard game just yet. You know what I'm right. saying? It was still bigs and Bigs and small forwards, all, all the front court was pretty pretty heavily contributing to, Definitely. to, to everything going on. Now it's pretty much guard forwards, you know what I'm saying? Guards, more guards than, than a few forwards. Yeah, just wing. I guess they just call them all wings bigs. now. Like yeah, wings is just kind of cover all. Yeah. The big, even the bigs are shooting threes now. Bigs are yeah. on, on firm right now. So, like, the nobody won't post up anymore. There's no more physical, physical, physical physicality in the game anymore. And all these little pieces that people thinking they know the game and thinking they don't know. I'm like, listen, you know, like look at the game itself. Everybody like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. It doesn't right. work like that. But the way the game has shifted and you seeing how some of these teams are, are kind of one one person dynamic. Like, so like, yeah. Yeah, sorry, we are. Luca mm-hmm. does everything for us. He yep. runs the team. He gets everybody. Done. Don't get me wrong. We got guys capable of, of handling pick and rolls here and there. But he's our primarily guy. Definitely. You see, you see Milwaukee doing it. They make Giannis that guy. LeBron does it in LA, mm-hmm. and a lot. Some of the teams, Damian and CJ, split the task to here and there. But um, but for most part, um, then you go all these other teams. You know, some of these teams still have guards that that typically run the show and start the show. Right. But then they like they the share, they're sharing they're sharing it with some of the bigs now. A lot of the bigs are bringing the ball to court now. You know what I'm saying? Look at Golden State. You know, Golden State created an anomaly because you know. Draymond Green was an initiator because everybody just tried to help off, help off him or sag off him to a certain degree, or whatever. Because he never, he never, when he wants to score, he, he try, he just a lot of times he's not looking to score. You know what I'm saying? Right. Makes That's not happy. his game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So when he's distributing like that, it creates problems because now you know, what I'm saying uh, like it's just, it just he's he's able to get these, you know, what I'm saying these games with multiple assists because they're they're really stuffing. And Clay are probably the two of the best ever to come off down screens and screen rolls, you know, picking down screens and flares and all that stuff and just to do it. But uh, but it's just very interesting how the game just evolutionized, you know, small ball, the way small ball is played now, and everybody's playing small ball. They may start big, but eventually they're gonna go small ball, you know. Yeah. And you see Houston them ball in completely. And we started. Right? We I was gonna say you were I feel like you were one of the first guys I remember being called a small ball, like small yeah, ball forward. Look, look, look at when we did it, though. We did it at a time where the most dominant position in the league was power forward and center. 
the time. You know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a stretch there where, like I tell the people all the time, it was a stretch where like a lot of the bigs just retired, man. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We have a lot of seven footers in the league, and the ones that we were big guys are are now becoming more uh, more face up players. You know what I'm saying? Right. Look at look at look because look I look at I look at play I play with one of the best power forwards in the game. Look at Dirk Dirk Whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Look what he was never a bruiser inside. He's always a face up guy. You know what I'm right. saying? And jump shooter. But you know he perfected it and uh, was great at it. And it was really hard for people to stop to and get to. It, you know, and like that's that's where we at right now. Guys who can face up and and uh, shoot jumpers right now. Yeah, you know, it's not so much about putting the ball on the floor. If you put them on the ball on the floor. It's, it can be a positive or a negative these days because most guys try, try, try to overcommit when they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. There's so many guys that uh, that can do certain things, but like now, it's it's very rare to get a guy who can do who can do all of it really, really good. You know what I'm saying? Most guys mm-hmm. do one thing. You know what I'm saying? Look at it. Look at I'm looking at the teams right now. Look at these guys. Some of these guys are great attacking the rim. Either they're great great attacking the rim and put pressure on you. And and trying to control a team, but they're not great shooters. No. But they can be. Right. You like can be a great score, but see, people don't understand this. You can be a great scorer and not be a great shooter. Hmm. Who's an example of that? Like, who's a great scorer to you that wasn't necessarily a great shooter? Oh, uh, I think Luca's a great scorer. Hmm. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Use, yeah, I, I wouldn't say he's a knockdown shooter yet. You know. What no. Saying? Yeah, I think it's coming, but no, it's not there yet. That's a good. Oh, I, think shoots, of, yeah. he, I think he shoots about 30, 32, 34 percent from three point line, maybe somewhere mm-hmm. there. But like, he hits big shots. Yeah. And he's a great score. He he has so there's so many guys that I look at, uh, at, at the ability to score the game. You know, like, look at that flow game. He has a post. You know, say so his three point game. You know, say mm-hmm. so he, he has a. You don't really. A lot of guys don't typically shoot the pull up game anymore, but. If you got guys who can put the ball in the way in multiple fat, put the ball in the hole in multiple ways, that's when you call that's when you call a score. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shooters typically just shoot the ball, and that's all they do. They don't do right. anything but shoot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when you look at when you look, look we look at look at Giannis. Giannis, mm. I think Giannis is a power player. I, do I think Giannis is a scorer? No. Mm. He averaged 29 points, but he had I, and I, I think Giannis is amazing. I love his right. heart, tenacity. Do I look at him as a great scorer? No, because he right. can't. You know, I don't. I don't look at him like a scorer because I don't think he scores. Too, I don't think he has a finesse game at all. It's all right. power. So yeah. that's saying that's not great, but it's just so many things and how you break down certain things and look at. It. I think he's amazing. I love his tenacity. I mean, he, I think he should be MVP this year and defensive player. Of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Based off the season he did when he did in Milwaukee, like, dude, he's a special kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? The will do the things he's doing, come at you relentlessly, nonstop. Yeah, every night. No holes barred. Like you, you can't you can't put a price on it to a certain degree. Well, I guess you can, you got a max deal. So but, was, yeah, about 250 million. Yeah, you can yeah, put, yeah, so you can. But when you look at his game, though, like I don't think he has any finesse. He don't have he doesn't have a float. He doesn't have a mid-range. He doesn't have a really a three. I mean, he's shooting jumpers, he's shooting threes now, but he really don't want to do that. He really wants to just yeah. pull it. He just want to run your ass over and dunk on you. Put that. Yeah, up. I mean it's working pretty well for him. Put it in your nuts. Those two. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, you know, it's like, but like, um, but do I? When you look at him, he doesn't doesn't have a post game. He doesn't have a like guys who look at scores. Man, they got all. They got. They have an arsenal, dude. Like, right. and it's just very rare. Certain guys. Certain guys just don't do. It. Yeah. So we get. Got a question from Justin. We'll get to it in a minute. I do want to say it feels like the thing with Luca. It feels like there's no like way to defend him really. Like because he, like you mentioned, he can do all he's that. Six, he's six eight. He's six. That's seven. what I'm saying. He's a, you can't. 
a guy as big as him is, is slower. Yeah. And he he got that he got that nonchalant quickness, quickness, and you know he he got a pace in nobody else. But he said, "Who's the perfect pair for Luca?" Yeah, Justin so, said, "Who who you think the perfect uh, pair?" I mean, right now KP is actually pretty good with Luca. Yeah, you know, that's a great fit. Filling uh, the other uh, the other pieces in to a certain degree. Right now they got a great mix of the guys we got. The Mavericks mm. they got a great co- variety of guys on the team right now. Mm. I think the White Powell could actually add. Hmm. Some more muscle and toughness for inside, just in case they got to go against any guys that's a little bit more physical and right. bigger teams. And, but for the most part, though, I think, uh, you know, you can almost compare him with anybody because if you, you let him run the show and dictate here, he's really, really good at, at deciding on when when to go and when not to go for right. his teammates and for himself, you know what I'm saying? And that's very rare for, for a guy to have that much, you know what I'm saying, control and stuff. But like, look, he's a walking triple double out there, dude. Like, yeah. Like right now, he's on pace probably to become the best European player ever. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, listen, he's doing. He might be the best. Like he's doing what thirty nine and eight year two. Listen, like he he might be the best player ever. One day we might. It's a long way down the road, but well, listen, you know, right now I guess I, I guess you gotta give it to yeah, you gotta give it to the Dirk, probably. Yeah, yeah. Dirk Hakeem. Yeah. Hakeem. Uh, does Duncan? I don't know if Tim like Vir, is Virgin Islands. Is that foreign or not? Nah? Yeah, I consider it. I could, don't you consider Tim American? I was gonna say it's called the U.S. Virgin Islands, so he feels domestic to me. I mean, I, I, I feel like Tim is, is American, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, so, when I think international, yeah, I mean, Dirk and Hakeem, that's a great player, Volley D, Bobby Kim, but like, mm-hmm. dude, like, no, but Dirk, Dirk has a crown right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I would give it to Dirk right now. You know, we have they have some great. I mean, I'm like, no, no discredit to anybody who played overseas, mm-hmm. and I respect them and the, the talent levels that, you know, we pay, play with Peja, you know, some great guys, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I think Dirk has the, that international crown right now because yeah. what he's done in the career he had, you know, some yeah. he had and sustainability and you know, everything he's accomplished, awesome. But but right now, the way Luca is coming out the gates right now and what he's doing right now in his early, right in his first couple of years of the league right now, like, mm-hmm. Dude, it's, it's, it's a mad time before he, he gets, it, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the, the numbers he's putting up, I don't think nobody's going to be able to, 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 to compete with them. So if he's able to stay healthy, yeah, it's going to be, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's going to, he's going to write it, he's right in. If he stays healthy throughout his career and they maintain this and keep, they keep getting better and better the way he's doing, I'm like, how much else can he do, really? Besides yeah. winning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Might really win. And uh, that's it. I mean, what Scott's going for him, kid. I think he's, he's very special. Well, let me see. We have any other? Uh, this is a good question from Justin. We have any other questions on Dick Bridget? Oh, who? No, I was waiting. Uh, oh, wait, I think okay. I think Bridget's got a uh, okay. got a couple more questions for us here. Here we go. Matt says, "What should the Suns do this offseason to keep the momentum from the bubble rolling?" Uh, I mean, right now they keep the team intact. You know, mm-hmm. say you want to keep building on what you have in place right now. That's what they should do. It's just that simple. You know, you find a formula that's working right now. Coach Money is doing a great job out there, and you guys sustain it. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep building, keep these guys together right now. That's, all, that's the only way you, you win and, and try to change the culture, culture right now. Because right now, even though the, the great run they had in the bubble, you didn't make the postseason, which, which yep. you, can't, you kind of fell short in the postseason. So the next the next go is to go with the same group and hopefully make the postseason next year. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then you just keep building on, building on, building on top of it. Right. Good question from Matt. Let's see what else we got. 
Justin says, uh, <laughs> what was your favorite part of participating on the Amazing Race? Um, the favorite part probably was the traveling and going okay. to different countries that fast. I love traveling, man. I'm a, I'm a, um, I love different cultures, and um, I just love taking in and learning, learning, learning different places that we've been, you know, being exposed to different things. And uh, it was pretty cool, man. Um, and uh, it's, it's a lot harder than people think it is. I mean, they make it, they edit it for TV. To make it, you know, it looks it. plenty hard, so I believe you. I mean, I mean, it really, I mean, from TV, if you look at it from TV, it don't. It's like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. Right. No. When you get in there. Can't do that. No, not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little harder. <laughs> it's a lot harder than you think. What the, where did they have you? Tra- where were you at uh, for the Amazing Race? Where did they have you at traveling? You said how we travel? I said, where did they have, where were you stationed at, I guess, when they were oh, shooting? Oh, we went stationed nowhere. So we started in New York. And then we went from New York to Iceland. Iceland, Iceland to, okay. Uh, yeah, we went to Iceland and we went to Iceland to, um, yeah, I got It must not have been that cool if you don't remember. It well, wasn't you know, as good as Iceland. So many CDs that uh, attack on top. I don't, I don't want to give out the order, but it was Go like, who followed the show? They know. I mean, like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and have to, <laughs> have to really think about where we went, why I didn't go. It's, it's, yeah. marked, on my, it's marked on my world calendar. That's really it. But uh, it was pretty cool, though, man. Um, but uh, he said, which player do I see? Oh, Yeah, Colin says, uh, which player do you see yourself in uh, the most? I'm guessing, like, current player do you see yourself in the most? Man, you know, it's kind of hard to see myself in, it, in one particular person because, you know, the way I played it for my size and what I was able to do on, on both ends of the floor, mm. I don't see nobody being able to do that. I mean, for me, in my, in my size, six seven, though, um, I don't think ain't nobody compete. Ain't nobody rebounding nowhere near the way I rebound. Nobody. Nobody come close to that. And, and then they say, nobody's second jump is nowhere near as far as fast as mine either. And so, you know, uh, but there's just competing. You know, I see, I see a little, a little Kawhi. Okay. Because you know, what I'm saying he, he, when he lock in, he lock in. He can, he, he, he never gets tired. It seems so. That, yeah. That's how He's a machine, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I never got tired. You know, but uh, um, it's really hard, man. That's why you know, I, why, why, why I sit there and say to myself, man, like, like I don't, I mean. What I did, how I competed, man. Like I don't, I don't. I mean, like the way I, what I was able to bring to a team is very rare. You know, and I don't yes. see it. that's why you know people people keep asking me to keep people could comparison on doing a draft a lot of guys to this and that. I mean, honest, all honestly, it's, it's cool and it's a lot of respect behind it. But man, mm-hmm. I it's only one matrix. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, like that's what it is. <laughs> I was gonna say you're not wrong. Like I was gonna, say, I thought you were gonna say like uh, Giannis combined with Jordan with a little bit of Larry Bird. That's who remind you of yourself. Yeah. So but, you, you say, oh, that's a good question too. Who, yeah, Christopher's got a good one. Uh, do you think the Lakers can corral the Blazers? You know what, man? Oh, it's gonna be very after, after tonight. We're gonna see what happens because because you know they're up one zero right now in the series and they didn't even play well, but like. Yeah. I think out of what Damon said, out of respect, and you gotta listen to what he said and the way he said it. He was like, "Look, we've been we've been playing. We don't play eight playoff games right now. You know what I'm saying? When, this, when we got here, every game was considered a playoff game for us. That's my mentality here. Right. And you know what? For him to say that, 
you know, and what he has done and how he's doing it out there. And, and like, yo, this has been amazing to watch, you know. And I, I got a lot of admiration and respect for them. You know, I, uh, if they can sustain it and, and you know, if I to put it this way, if it's, a, if, it's a, if it's a close game and they got the chance to win it, I, I, I the Portland will win it. I would say you'd be crazy to pick against Dave. Right, like they know, keep it, I, yeah. Well, now we want to put this way: if I'm if I'm playing them right now, I want to make sure I have a I have a nice cushion, a little a little cushion on them. Because if it comes down to a last second shot, I don't want. I mean, even CJ is good at hitting game winners as well. They got two guys. Melo, like if Melo is your third yeah, option, Melo, no, like yeah. they have got opportunity too. But but those two, I mean, yeah, those are primary guys. Right there, their farms. Melo knocking down some big shots for them. But dude, like. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't want them getting them last second shots against me. <laughs> right. I, so I, I like that. Yeah. Is tonight a must win for the Lakers? Do they need to win game two? Oh man, you go down 0-2 to Portland right now, and they 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 actually aren't at full strength yet. They got they got big guys in there doing some stuff. If White Sox continue to keep doing what he's doing, protecting that paint, dude, like this can be a this can be a, a different game real quick. Yeah, they win tonight. Man, I don't know. I, I was just say, you I, go down. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they can sweep them, but yeah, I don't, I don't think they, they can sweep. They, but they, they ain't hitting those shots though. They keep struggling like they struggling because you know, everybody keep talking about Portland's defense. Mm. Portland's defense wasn't that bad last game. You know, they held the. Lakers. No, not at all. Yep. So, like, regardless they miss or not, you know, like you still gotta make them damn shots. I don't care yep. what you say. So, your defense ain't that good. No, it's still factor in. You make a miss, regardless somebody's there or not. You know, and right. there's times when their defense was really bad, but I mean, for the most part, though, if, if you're saying the, the Portland don't play a defense, well, I guess the Lakers didn't play a defense either because they lost. You know what I'm saying? I was say, yeah, you, you can't say a team doesn't play defense after they hold LeBron at 80 to, what was it, 92, 93 points? I mean, game one, so. Yeah, so, like, I think, I mean, a lot of these defense on these teams, that, I mean, per se, only team really been playing defense in the bubble, really, has been uh, Toronto Raptors. Yeah, I think Toronto's looked the best. Outside oh, the Suns, probably, but Toronto's look oh, dominant. Their defense has been amazing. But yeah. when you look at the – you break down certain scenarios and stuff, but, like, most of these teams' defense is their offense. So, right. I mean, I think Clippers got a chance to be a better defensive team than, than anybody out there. But they do they do it all the time? No, they don't do it all the time. Because if they was doing it all the time, they would have beat us last night. They would have beat Mavericks last night. They was playing defense. Like they, like the right. But they did so it's okay. We we take it though. <laughs> of like, course, yeah. yeah. So, but with that being said, though, um, you know, in certain teams uh, they're able to do certain things. Certain things they can't. Though. But like like you said, their team, a lot of these teams' off, uh, offense in the bubble is their their defense. Yeah. So I'm watching this game right now. Seventy eight, seventy seven. Both these teams are mission shots. The defense they're they're helping. They're playing hard, but they're mission shots. And like uh, you can sit there and say you got you got. Uh, Houston, do you consider the Houston a defensive team? Nah, no, not so much now. No, but but look, they got OKC to, to and they hold OKC to seventy eight points right now, three quarters. Mm. So like they're playing, they're playing some defense, they're playing hard, so they making right. them everybody's they making each they making each other work harder for their breakfast tonight than they ever did before. So that's the challenge, though. It's all about can you do it? Can you do it and sustain it? Though, like yeah, yeah you do enough to win one game, but can you do enough to win two games, three games, four games? Right. We go. You see what a lot of teams are made of, based yeah. off where they had these series. If you owe yep. down all two, do you have enough fight in you to, to try to win one to keep it going, or do you be like, what? You know, you may give a little fight here. If you if you can get one, you'll try to get one. If not, you go home. Just early. roll over. Yeah. You roll over and go home. 
Are they ready? So look at look at Philly. Philly is down 0-2. Philly's the only team down 0-2 right now, I think, right? Uh yes. Right Every now. Other, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's the only team down because Milwaukee won earlier, right? I was say, yeah, every, everything else is either a one one or hadn't played game two yet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I didn't see the game. I don't know if Milwaukee won early game or not. Uh, no, they haven't played yet. They play after this. So uh, yeah, Milwaukee's third game, Portland's the fourth. The first game today was uh Miami. Yeah. Miami went up two zip on yeah. uh, Indiana. So, so so Miami's up two up. So like uh, yeah, yeah. so like do you have nothing you to fight for one more win? Do you that's, that's, that, that makes your team right there. See what kind of character the team has. Right. Or you go out there and lay down. Like, uh, we, we can't beat this team anyway, so what's the use of – let me go out here and try to get my numbers and call it a night. You know, some guys right. have that mentality. Or let me do what you're going to do. Or better yet, I'm not even going to play this game. I'm not, somebody somebody going to be calling out for an injury or something. Watch. Right. Man, I snitched. Is that like, one of the old tricks of the trade? <laughs> man, man I've, seen, I've seen so much stuff and been around so much stuff. I'm like, really? Like – Man, I used to love competing, man, dude. Like, man, if I could walk, I was playing, dude. Right. Like, all the time, I mean, when I missed some games I, and I was out for injuries, I was really hurt, dude. It wasn't like I was just sitting out there with the hell of it. You know what I'm saying? I was really hurt. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen all kinds of stuff. You know, this is part of the game, man, you know? So I think we got a couple more questions here. Uh, one from Mikey. Mikey said, what did you expect life after the NBA, like your retired life? What did you expect that to be like? Um... You know, I was optimistic. You know, I think I uh, said some things out I wanted to do and uh, slowly but surely accomplished them. But, you know, um, one of the hardest things I think is for retired players to adjust is when, you, when you're such a competitor and you play a game for so long, mm-hmm. that's all you know is for that. And it's really kind of hard to find something that you really, truly love the same as you love basketball. You know, so right. what you play. So, with that being said, you know, it was it was a transition phase for me to a certain degree, but you know, my my, my priorities were were shifted drastically because I had a son, you know, saying mm-hmm. and a father. So that's number one on my list. It's gonna be number one on my list. So uh other than that, you know, everything else is just filling the voids, you know what I'm saying? I'm keeping myself busy. Right. Um, um and uh taking a little stuff here and there, you know, and learning, you know what I'm saying, you know, and uh Fortunately enough, I'm in a position where I, I don't I don't have to do something. I'm, not, right. I, I'm in a position where I, I choose to do something. I want to do something. You know? right. It's a different mindset when it comes to that. You know, and uh, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's a different different mind. It's totally different when you have definitely. to do. Definitely. I don't, I don't have to do nothing. I've been truly right. glad. I don't take none of this for, for granted. Right. God has been good. You know, but at the same time, uh, I'm just learning. You know, I I'm dibbling, dabbling at this for a little bit. If I like it, I mean, I mean. I'm gonna stay a little longer and, and then see where it takes me. Mm. But for the most part, I'm just I'm in different lanes, different avenues. It's pretty cool though. I'm in ownership, I'm in the ambassador rollership, in two different kinds of ambassador rollerships. I'm in the mentors, uh, I'm into uh, I mean, I guess I'm speaking, uh here and here as well. So mm. I'm doing a little bit of everything. And uh it's, it's kinda cool because I, I get to um to to give people uh, a little taste of what my mind is and why I think how I see certain things and uh, they want to know people are interested in it now so I'm all I'm all open for it and uh, especially when when you can control the environment you know I'm all right. you know I'm, like the, I'm, 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 I've been so part of this NBA life and you you can see it as well how the media controls so many different narratives right. and we we all heat up we buy into it and that's the yeah. kind of narrative that y'all y'all infuse on on players and athletes which is truly unfair. And it's all biased based, and that's the first thing y'all come at and shoot at people because y'all heard this or 
or from the media, and they, that's that's what they started. Y'all eat it up. That's not always the case. It's always it's really never the case. You know, it's right. a person. It's just more of something they started. We just eat it up and buy into it. Right. No different than predictions and all that other stuff. Yeah, you know, I was just, yeah. It's a whole industry. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question from Mike. You got another one from uh, Mr. Kevy. Any chance Sean can hook a Tyler up with a, a spot on the New Zealand Breakers bench? <laughs> I heard you. I heard you got some pool. So, you know, um, you know, we are 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 just like Ohio is just like everybody else. You know, mm. we're. Um, I mean, unfortunately enough, I think something was an outbreak here recently. I just saw it was just told totally last night uh, or yesterday, the last couple of days in, in New Zealand. But they was mm-hmm. they was over 100 days free. Of I was no, like, yeah, they were doing great. Yeah, no, no cases. But somebody brought some stuff back from doing something from Australia or something. They said, I don't know. I'm not for sure 100. percent I didn't. I had time to really do to do any due diligence on it. But look, you know, you know, New Zealand is probably one of the furthest countries in the world to go to. It's amazing. Their culture, the food, and people are it's amazing. One of the safest places in the world, you know, St. Arthur. And uh, I love it. I think it's uh, it's been a great experience. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, little things things happen, things change. Who, who knows who, who knows about the future right now? Right now, because it's a lot of guys that are, are getting ready for the draft. The draft is actually okay. later now. And there's so many things that shifted with the sports now, and it's affecting everybody and yeah. everything. And you don't know what's going on, who's going on, what. If if we gonna have a season and when, and when I mean we probably are like, yeah, nobody when knows start, yeah. when it's gonna start when it's not gonna start you know right. it's gonna be shortened or or all this other stuff you know, are we gonna have fans and no fans I don't so there's so many variables in play in place in this and then you know with the NBL being in Australia and New Zealand well mm. we only got all primarily in Australia because all the teams are there we just, we just gotta take one day at a time man. we don't know right. we don't know what the is right now and in this country I don't know what we do we ain't we all we're really behind here. You know what I'm oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But I listen. I, so you can put in a good word for me. I'm gonna tell Kevy that you can put in a good word for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Done. And got a uh, Justin. How did Sean celebrate the Cubs World Series win? Well, I wish I had my ring with me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a Cubs ring too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got Cubs ring too. Yeah, when they won, I won too. <laughs> I respect. Did that come with the court? Like they sent you like the ring yeah. and the the court uh, to put down. That's a good yeah. package. <laughs> Listen, oh you you don't know half of it. I'm just giving you a sneak. You can you just talk about little snippets, dude. You, yeah, you just give me a, give me a sneak peek or something. You really don't know. So like so like how did I celebrate? You know, I wasn't fortunate to go to Game Seven because I had my son, so I had to watch the game. Uh, at a, at a friend of a friend's bar, which was dope, which went too far from my house. But man, I think I broke down crying. Everybody was rolling, but everybody was running in the streets, man. And uh, I mean, I just, I was just, you know, what I'm saying, I was just grateful, man. You know, just to be to be a fan and and really truly appreciate something and uh, and, and to be a part of something that is so so cultural changing. And uh, I, I, so I, I I do everything that fans do. I try to take in the full, the full, the full spectrum and uh, the full, just the full audience of everything right. that fans typically do for games. You know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a big tailgate person because I don't. Once you start joking or hanging out too much before a game, I end up being able to enjoy. They don't be too drunk or, or Listen, too tired. That's the point. That's so, the, I like tailgate. But but during the games, right. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna enjoy myself. You know, we 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 that's do all get beer in. challenges or drinks challenges, whatever. But if, if, if I'm with my boys, well, if I'm taking my son, right, my, right, right. 
sports. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, I just take in everything. I do everything in the fans. I try to celebrate when we win and all that other stuff. And I do all that other stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm one of the – I am – yeah, I am – yeah, I'm a, a big Cubs fan. And, uh, you know, I roll with those guys, you know. And uh, uh, it's, 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 uh, it, was, it was really special. Man. You know, I just felt like we, we should have uh, been able to, to win another one right within the first two years after we won that one. But it just didn't happen like that. Right. <laughs> Last question before we get you out of here. We're putting together a Legends playlist. We're trying to get a song, a couple songs from everybody. So give me one or two songs, just something you're listening to right now, something you've been feeling lately. It can be old. It can be new. Any genre. Just get, what, what, what's, what are you listening to lately? Hey, you know, I love, you know, so first of all, I'm an R&B guy. So I'm, okay. I, I love R&B, but I, we were just on the jet skis and meeting on the boat. I was listening to Pop Smoke. You know, you okay. Know, and uh, but I listen to a variety of stuff, man. You know, I Man, I can I can come from the R and B the rap to or do pop. Mm. Uh, man, you know soft rock. I mean, I okay, yeah, so, yeah. Give us a, you can give us a song oh, off the pop smoke or from soft rock from what? Just give us a, a song or two to throw on the playlist. It can be pop song, smoke. What song? Like, hold on, let me go. Let me go. Matter of fact, let me go right to. Okay, the man. Song. Yeah, no. Listen. Yeah, last do the research. Song, what about last song? Um, yeah, what? What? I forgot to ask Nancy. I'm gonna have to track her down. We are gonna get this playlist going, and because I, I know y'all got some heat. Oh, I was listening to uh, Pop Smoke, yeah, yeah, uh, with uh, Lil Baby for the night. Okay. Okay, so that yeah, that's your addition to the playlist. Well, no, it's one. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Put that on there for me. Right okay, now. got you. Anything else? Oh, uh, yeah. Give me, give me one. Give me a. Okay, that was a rap. Give me. You said you're R and B soft okay. rock. Give me the new, the new Neo with uh, with Jeremiah. You okay. What's the name of the song? Oh, You Too Love. Okay. You Too Love. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. We got, we're going to add Pop Smoke. We're going to add the Neo. Sean Marion. That's what's up. We're to take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's Legend Live. No doubt, baby. No doubt. We'll do it again sometimes. We've got new episodes. They're live every Thursday at 5 p.m. You can catch us on the NBA Alumni's Twitter the Facebook, the YouTube, and the Twitch. Next week, we will have a WNBA legend. We're going back and forth, uh, WNBA, NBA, and so forth. And as always, the viewers can catch any replays at legendsofbasketball.com slash legendslive. Again, legendsofbasketball.com slash legendslive. For Sean Marion, for Bridget, for myself, thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch you next Thursday at 5.